eventful day today we um recorded like a vlog oh i hate saying that like a vlog it wasn't a vlog like okay it so was this is this is basically what's been happening we broke the lens on the main camera that we use like the one that we would be using for uh like recording the youtube i swear we're not actually loafs and like we're not flakes we just couldn't record it because we want good quality but we're like okay we also don't want to remain dormant while we wait for our lens so we're like, okay, let's just like film like a behind the scenes of what we do in the day of our podcast. It was just chill. I just don't like, I don't know. I hate talking in front of the camera, not knowing like who's listening and like. No one's listening in the in that moment. I, but that's what I mean. Anyways, Patrick Pio is staring right at me right now. Anyways, so what was I going to say here? Let's get into this or that. We did a little Valentine's Day this or that poll. QDF, don't care for it. 53% said QDF, 47% said don't care for it. I feel like a lot of people that put don't care for it are just like I put don't care for it. A bit. I put don't care for it. Listen, I'm saying don't care for it as if like I don't like it's not like a, the best holiday ever. Like it's just No, I get it, but like and it's not like oh my god, Valentine's Day is coming out. I'm not like, like that either, but if I had to pick between don't care for it and cute, like I definitely if if like Roman did absolutely nothing, like didn't even wish me a happy Valentine's Day or like acknowledge it, I'd be a little I'd be a little like sad. But, like, I'm also not the type of girl that's like, oh, my God, Valentine's Day, give me a dozen roses and give me this and that, and I want this and that. It's just, like... I mean, I like, don't care for it as if, like, if it wasn't, like... I don't know. I just don't think it's a huge, huge deal. The better snack, cinnamon hearts or chocolate-covered strawberries. Cinnamon hearts. Cinnamon hearts. We are the minority. Only yeah. 14% put cinnamon. I'm sorry. I can, like, put a handful of those into my do, mouth and just, it. like, and let just my suck. mouth just fucking burn on fire. I just suck, like, the juice out of those hearts. Um, next... I am treating someone, treating myself, treating myself. I mean, treating someone, I guess. Like, I'll buy him a little gifty gift. Ideal date. Netflix and chill romantic dinner. Um, I'm all for, like, I, I like going out, like, full out on special occasions. Like, for birthdays, for holidays. Like, I'm the type of person who will, like, will go full out. And I like to, you know... I like to spoil people. So, like, I'll buy, like, I'll do a fancy restaurant or, like, go for a cute dinner. So, it's cute to have that, like, reciprocated. But also, I don't care to have Netflix. Netflix, Netflix and chill is cool, too. Not essentially, not, like. Yeah, literally. Not yeah. literally no, what literally, it means. No, but like No, literally what it means. Yeah, yeah, not figuratively what it means. But literally, like, just chilling out, order pizza, and have, like, a chill night, too. I don't know. I like a little bit of both. I think, like, a nice dinner is okay sometimes. But, like. I'm not the type of girl that can just, like, pick one thing all the time and then just be like, yeah, this is it. I guess I'm indecisive. That, like, literally describes my nature. But, like, it's just, like, whatever I'm feeling all the time. Like, we even put something on Instagram, like, are you an intro- are we an introvert or extrovert? And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I'm bold. It just depends. Like, I feel like my answer to everything is it depends. <laughs> I'm both too, though. I'm intro when you first meet me and I'm not really one to approach other people or, like, get involved in, like, a group. Like, at a party setting, I'll only stick to, like, people I know or, like, I'll make conversation with people I know. I don't really stick my head in to, like, go talk to new people unless they come talk to me first. And then once conversation starts going and I start to get more comfortable, then I'm extrovert. 
otherwise. I feel like I'm opposite. Like, I, like when you first meet me, people, like, I don't know. But, like, at the same time, people think I'm a bitch because I don't talk. Like, I've had so many people say, like, you, you're, like, I thought you were a bitch when I first met you. Yeah, same. Because, like, you don't talk. But then once I get to know them, I talk. But at the same time, if I'm so comfortable with you, I might be, like, an introvert, if that makes sense. Like, I just don't feel like talking if I don't feel like talking. Yeah. So that makes sense. It's probably so confusing. I feel like people who don't know me, like, compared to people who know me really well, like, my good friends and, like, you, like, they don't know, like, a different, whole different side of me. Like, I'm fucking weird. And, like, a lot of people don't know that. It's kind of funny how, like, no one, like, would expect that. So going back to Valentine's Day, and, like, because we're on the topic, do you guys remember, I don't know if any other high school did this, but STL used to do it, like, our high school, when they used to do matchmaker cards? No. Yes, you do remember. I, I literally don't remember. Every I'm, like, so weird. There's, like, memories I just, like, aren't in my mind anymore. It went up to, like, grade, I don't know if grade 12. I remember grade 9 and 10 specifically doing, they handed out these cards. It was during, like, math class first, first, the first time I got it, it was, like, during math first period. And they handled the cards and you write what you like, what you do, your personality, your what your hair color is, your eye color, and then they mix... I don't know what they bring... I think you jumped this. I didn't. And literally, anybody who's listened to this who went to STL, let me know if you remember this or put it on our story right now. People remember. And then they bring it into, like, the matchmaker website or whatever the people who, like, gave the cards out. And then a week or two later on Valentine's Day, you'd get the cards back and it matched you with somebody. And it says five names that it matched you with. And I would try to get this one person, like, to match with me, but he would never be on my match list. Wait, I kind of remember this, but I kind of don't. It, it was, like, grade 9 and 10. They don't do it anymore. And I I specifically remember, I, we used to be like, oh, my God, who'd you get? Who'd you get? And you get girl matches and guy matches. Remember one time my girl match was, like, Mel, Mel was, like, number one. I think I remember this. And then they used to do roses. They used to bring roses to your, your class. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember roses, but I don't know if I did. I get them. Yeah, I got them sometimes. And I'm like, there must be Mean Girls when it was like, um, when they come in, was it roses? When they're like, and none for you, Gretchen Wieners. Okay. I just want to know. I just want to know before we get into the main events for today. Does anyone remember this song? Can you feel it? Yes, Sam. Can Everyone you knows feel that song. The love? No. Yes. I asked two it's people. It's from That's a Raven, and the girl who sang was Nothing named Francesca, and I used to be obsessed because Corey Baxter liked Francesca, and I was like, oh my god, that's my name. Push comes to shove. Remember when she sang really bad? I asked two people if they knew that song, and they said no. So not everyone knows it. If you know that song. Anyways, it's been stuck in my head for, like, literally a fucking I really week. feel like everyone knows that song. And do you remember, um, what, what were their fucking names? The three guys that we all thought were so hot. And that's Raven. Yeah, the the bands that like she was. Oh my god! With. Oh my god! Stop! Oh my god! And that blonde guy. Oh my god! No, the the hot one. But the blonde guy was like a doofus. But like he's actually he, he was with uh what's your f- Chelsea? Stop. No, but he, they're at, he's actually oh, um, an actor now. I'm doing the actions. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> oh my god! Looking it up. No, 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 no! Please, let's try and remember. Please, please! I hate looking shit up. Something boys. Something boys. Like, we got the boys, boys in motion. motion. We <laughs> give you our emotion, emotion boys. boys. Yes. <laughs> what was his name? Trevor? No. Ah, uh, ah, uh, fuck. JJ uh, was the blonde guy. Yeah, Ricky, Ricky was JJ, the, and there's one more, but I forget his the name. The main guy. Ray. Ray, Ray was, was the main guy, I think. Okay, so for the main event, we decided that we are going to take a personality test on um, today's episode. We were kind of, like, discussing how we feel like 
people who listen to the podcast are yeah either like family friends or people that's, that have followed us followed us on instagram but like there's starting to be more people that don't know us like just randomly have come across us that are following us so we're like okay let's like take personality tests people get to know us better and not just by like 21 questions but like better to our core you know what i mean like and we'll get to know ourselves better yeah. as well and um and what? it kind of like yeah anyway so we're gonna take tests it's called 16 personalities test if you guys want to take the test kind of teach you a little bit more about yourself and why you are the way you are Maybe you agree, maybe you think it's a load of shit, but either way, it seems pretty fun. Just go on Google and literally type in 16 personalities test. Okay, so now we're going to start. Okay. So we're going to go through the test. We're literally going to do it live, but it'll kind of like... We're not going to put every single question in yeah, because yeah, it's going to yeah. be 30,000 years long. We'll kind of like complete it off air and then like we'll come back on and discuss the, the results. That but we let's, do a, let's do what we got. So first question, you make friends easily. I'm going to put disagree. Um, I make acquaintances easily, but, like, not friends. I'm putting neutral because, like, again, it just depends. Like, like yes and no. Yeah, like, kind of like you said. Like, I make... I'm very... I think that, like... I get along with people. Yeah. Once I get past that resting bitch phase, phase, I'm, like, very approachable. And, like, I feel like people feel comfortable telling me things because, like, I... Like, I'm trustworthy and boosting myself a little bit. Yeah, like, like a lot. No, but I just feel like I'm, I'm, like, approachable and I'm good to just have as an acquaintance and blah 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 but like to actually make a trusted friend is I mean, hard it depends, for, me to, so. for me to trust people if that makes sense so i'm gonna i'm gonna click neutral you usually stay calm even under a lot of pressure agree disagree 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 i'm so bad under pressure people will be asking what's two plus two under pressure and i'll be like uh seven like i'm so bad under pressure. okay actually i lied I, I i agree i do stay calm under pressure like when i'm under pressure no i stay calm but like, I, I keep composure, but internally, I have anxiety leading up to it. So, like, I know that, like, pressure is about to come, and I get anxiety leading up to it, but when I'm actually under the pressure to, like, complete something or do something for someone, like, I get it done quicker because I'm under pressure, and, like, I could say It depends what it is. If it's, like, a project presentation, there's, like, a lot of pressure, I perform well. If it's something, like, an emergency situation where I'm under pressure to do something, I don't, because I let the, my anxiety get the best of I me. Do. I do. Just... I don't know why. Something comes over me, and I just, like, execute whatever I need to execute. Like, I feel like if I were... This is, like, knock on wood. I feel like if I were ever in a life or death situation, like, I probably wouldn't make it. I guess this isn't really under pressure, but this could have been, like, a bad situation. My, like, family thought that there was somebody outside, like, in the garage one night, and... Because, like, there was noises coming from the garage. friend or my mom left, like, the garage door open, so they're like... It was you. You left the garage door open. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. That was a different time. Sam. That was a different... Okay, whatever. Someone left the garage door open. It was Sam. And it could have been, like, an animal or something in there that was, like, making a bunch of noise. And they were freaking out. And they're both just like, Sam, oh my god, oh my god, there's something, oh my god, oh my god, what the hell? And, like, I come out of the woodworks, meaning my room, with my fucking pajamas on. I go and I grab a utensil and I run to the door. And I just open the door. And they're, like, hiding. And I'm like, okay, like, this shows that I'm good under pressure. I've always been like that. Like, I'll just, like, go. If something's happening, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't fuck with murderers, so that's my I'm, biggest fear. I'm murderer, the murderer. And if an intruder and a murderer came, like, up to me with, a, like, I, that's my biggest fear is, like, being, having a murder in the home. Next. You are more inclined to follow your head than your heart. No. Agree. Disagree. I lead with my heart. Okay, well, I agree. I definitely lead way more with my head, and that could be, like, detrimental because I'm, like, almost, like, too logical. Like, I think too much about every little single thing, and it's, it'll, it just gets, like, the best of me sometimes. Your mood can change very quickly. Agree. It's a Gemini in me, though. Mine's, like, neutral because it, it depends who I'm with. Like, 
I could, I could wake up in, like, a mood, and, like, I actually try and keep that mood, but, like, for example, if someone like Fran, like, just does something to just ruin my day, like, it depends on the other person, you know what I mean? Then, like, yeah, my mood can change. No, my mood changes, like, even when I'm with myself. Like, I'll, like, feel it change. Like, I'll be, like, happy and, like, ch- like positive, and all of a sudden, I'm just, like, in a bad mood. Frequent alone time is a necessity for you. Recently, agree. Agree. I feel like having a more alone time has made me realize that it's being out all the time with people is draining. Is mentally, emotionally, and physically draining. Like, seriously. It could be, like, even with my best friend. Like, no offense to them. But, like, I'll just be, like, I want to be alone. I just found that, like, the quarantine, obviously, like, I've, I've been wanting to see people. But, like, at the beginning, I was really, like, just having a hard time not going out, not doing things. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I, people are going to forget about me. We're going to, like, not be friends anymore. But, like... Like, I'm, I'm, still, still, I'm still like that. I like like to check I'm up not. with my friends a oh, lot. Oh no, obviously I check up and I'm saying to actually physically go out and see them. I'm just like appreciating alone time much more. And I think that that's better than the opposite. You often contemplate the reasons for human existence or the meaning of life. I do this all the time and it, ge- it gets me so anxious. I disagree because I don't like to do that because it gets me anxious. Like, I'll I catch myself doing it and then like I, I get into a cycle and I'm like, can you just think about something like, like, else right now? I'm going to talk about it right now next. I generally gives me anxiety. Like I, I saw this TikTok where it was like, "Do you guys ever think about? Do you guys ever think about why we, we're live or like, am I just weird?" And I was like, and then I started thinking about like where we go after and how life is like temp. Like think about it okay, right now. I don't want to though. I don't like talking about. Like, what's this. the point of like us doing this? I don't know. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, fuck off. Yeah, like I really don't like talking about this. I'm not joking. Like now I have anxiety. <laughs> okay, next. Um, seeing other people cry can easily make you feel like you want to cry too. Depends who it is. Honestly, I disagree. <laughs> it depends who's crying. I'm like kind of concerning because I like don't, not that I don't care, but I get annoyed. <laughs> like not annoyed, but I almost feel like he stopped, like not stop crying. I just feel like I, I don't okay. know how to explain it. That's bitchy. Anxiety. No, not bitchy. Okay, relax. Obviously I get sad when people cry, but it's almost like I don't know what to do. And I feel like I'm so emotional that I almost block out like the emotion I'm feeling when people cry. Does that make sense? I feel like you mean that you just don't want to like take on what they're saying so you're just kind of like uh like you don't want to like take on the pain that like the person that you that's what i'm saying about. so i'm like blocking out the emotion and like i don't obviously i comfort them but when i see someone hysterically crying in front of me like my friends or like my family i'm just kind of like mm. it's okay i'm like oh they're if there. it's something <laughs> like if it's something like detrimental and like really just like catastrophic i'll probably cry if i see somebody like okay like, obviously you know what I mean? if it's like a day-to-day struggle I-, I i physically cannot cry like if someone's and like crying, if my friend like broke up with her boyfriend she was crying i'm not gonna cry for her i'm, I'm just not with her. i'll give her advice obviously and comfort her but yeah. i'm so stone cold right now yeah same like i'm not gonna like this sound any better but i'm not gonna be like yeah i don't get annoyed if people cry like frank gets annoyed i don't get annoyed i don't get annoyed that was, just wrong, said. That was the wrong word to say i don't get annoyed when people cry like cry to me all you want i actually like I don't like when people cry. I just meant, like, okay. I like when people feel like they can come to me and cry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe it's because I don't like crying in front of people is why I don't like crying I feel. And I, I got some good advice recently from, like, my spiritual coach, whatever, my life coach. And she said, you often um, resent people and resent the things people do when you feel like it's mirroring your own actions. So when people cry in front of me and I don't cry in front of people, I get, like, annoyed because it's like, well, I'm not crying. Like, you know what I mean? It's like something that I want to do, but I can't. That's very, I'm getting very deep into it. But I think that's the main reason why I don't cry when people cry. Mm-hmm. Concrete facts and details, not theories and ideas, are what stick in your memory. I would say I'm more of a theory kind of gal. Like, I like to look at the bigger picture rather than just like, here's the facts and the details. 
Okay, I think concrete facts and details stick in my head because, like, that's how I can prove someone wrong. If you're, like, going based on ideas and theories and, like, you're talking about something, like, that's a good way to debate. That's a good way to debate, but, like, I, I, concrete ideas and facts stick in my head because I'll always remember that, like, I can go back to those for reference, if that makes sense. After a long, exhausting week, a social event is just what you need. Yeah. Yeah, same. Like, to, like, kind of just, like, let loose, I guess. Not, like, a social event, like, I need to go to fucking rave. No, but, but, like, just to be around people. Just, like, be around, even if it's, like, one person, just, like, some sort of social interaction, because, like, while I do hold things in a lot, I like to talk about things that bother me with people that, like, I'm close with, and, like, I like the idea of, like, getting to drink wine or, like, doing something to, like, take the edge off, and that, like, excites me, you know? So, like, yeah. Like, for example, yesterday... I didn't necessarily do so many tasks, but, like, mentally, it was just, like, draining. And I was really excited to sit with Fran. I'm well, not necessarily sit with Fran, but, like, to, like, watch The Bachelor and, like, She's drink so wine and, like, me. eat egg white chips. So, like, that's something I look forward to. So, now we're just clicking results. Okay, so my personality type is called console. Um, people who share the console personality type are, for lack of a better word, popular. Alrighty, let's continue. Consoles are altruists and they take seriously their responsibility to help and do the right thing. Unlike their diplomat relatives, however, people with a console personality type will base their moral compass on established traditions and laws upholding authority and rules rather than drawing on their morality from philosophy or mysticism. See, I did say that. Yeah, you're I fact. said that like I, I'm about like facts and laws and like like things that are concrete rather lawyer. than Huh? Should be a lawyer. I should. Should have been a lawyer. It's not too late. It says that coming to terms with their sensitivity is console's biggest challenge. People are going to disagree and they're going to criticize you. And while it hurts, it's just a part of life. You know what's weird? The spiritual like healer that we both went to said that like I'm really sensitive and that like I use that sensitivity as like a way to get down on myself. She said, when people disagree with me or criticize me and I get sensitive, I, like, criticize myself for even being sensitive. And now this says that I would have, I have to come to terms with this sensitivity. I'm the entertainer. Can be found spontaneously breaking into song and dance. Selfish, impatient, and at times hard to handle. Talkative, witty, and almost never runs out of things to discuss. Observant and very sensitive to others' emotions. That's odd because I said that I'm annoyed when people cry. Yeah, but you did say that, like, you're annoyed because you don't want yeah, to take yeah. on their emotions, so that doesn't If you can't sense. handle them at their worst, then you surely observe them at their best. Okay, let's get into strengths and weaknesses. Okay, I'm gonna do, like, two and two. So first, it says practical. Um, to entertainers, the world is meant to be felt and experienced. They rather see and do than wax, um, phys- than to wax, philo- than to wax philosophical about what-ifs. What? I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know what that means. Original. It says traditions and expectations are secondary. Um, entertainers' personalities love to experiment with new styles and constantly find new ways to stick out in the crowd. False, I think. Like, I don't know. Like, I obviously like to, like, look good, I guess. I don't know, in the way I dress and stuff. But I don't like to stick out, like, a sore thumb in the crowd and, like, be the one who's wearing I don't think that's what it means, literally. It says experiment with new styles and constantly find new ways to stick out in the crowd. Like, I wouldn't say, like, I stick out in the crowd. Like, yeah, but you definitely unless want... I do. And, like, okay, I but your younger self did. That's all I was going to get into. We found Fran's iPod Nano, okay, for her, like, from 2009. Okay, wait, and... just, just one sec before you start. I'm going to put pictures and videos because it's, it's, I feel like what my younger self was is very different from how I am now. Like, 
I was so, like, I was, I want to say weirdly anxious, like, you're quirky, but I was actually weird. And, like, I didn't give a shit. Like, I but, didn't care. I would do the weirdest shit, like, in public or if, I was entertainer. Like, and now that I think about that's it. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is kind of describing you then. Like, she would want to stick out. Like, there's a video when she was um, singing and, like, just, like, trying to just be loud. Like, not trying to. She was being loud and just, like, scream singing. And I was like, can you please shut up? Yeah, or I was singing with, or me and Sam were harmonizing. <laughs> We were literally harmonizing. When? That, what song were we singing in the back of the truck? And we were harmonizing. I'm like, okay, go. You go Oh first. my God, no, this is what we were doing. So Fran would like put the, she, she would want to play this game and I would obviously play along. I pretended like I was like too cool to play along. Yeah, Sam Loki loved like playing. But like I actually liked it. And she would, she would start singing and then she would turn the camera to me and I would lip sync her voice. Oh. Anyways, yeah. So she definitely did shit. Like I feel like when you were younger, you definitely did stuff to like stick out in a crowd. Also, that makes sense because in elementary school, I used to wear dress, like, I used to be so extra all the time. I used to wear, like, neon dresses and, like, and, like, leg warmers and, like, headbands. Like, I used to be the extra girl who just wore dresses and skirts and people would be like, why are you wearing a fucking skirt in elementary school? It's not that serious. And she, and she would, like, get haircuts that, like, just, like, stuck out, like, her bowl like a, cut. Oh, my God. She got bowl cut with bangs. Yeah, this is actually making, makes sense. Like, I used to get the weirdest, like, one day I would have, like, like, pigtails, like, curly pigtails. Next day I would have, like, a bowl cut with with bangs like Dora. She legitimately, she looked like Dora the Explorer. I'm yeah, and I was always one of my friend group who like needed to be her. Like I was so annoying. I don't know how people were friends with me. I was like that annoying kid. But anyways, okay, I'll say about some of my I'll say some of my weaknesses now. Sensitive, entertainers, especially especially tur- I can't fucking speak. Entertainers, <laughs> especially turbulent ones, are strongly emotional and very vulnerable to criticisms. Oh crimson chins. And very vulnerable to crimson chin. <laughs> <laughs> And very vulnerable to criticism. They can feel like they've been backed into a corner and sometimes react badly. This is probably their greatest weakness because it makes True. it so hard to address any other weaknesses wow. of theirs. Wow! Wow! So Yo, she when does not take accountability me? for no, anything. No, it's not accountability. No, it, it is. It has to do with that because no, it's not. When, I, when I criticize you on something, like... Or, like, you didn't do this right, or, like, you failed to do this, or, like, you missed this. You're just, no, no, I didn't. That was you. Her first defense is, no, I asked you. No, you. That's literally her defense. Like, she won't be like, okay, I'll work on it. Or, okay, like, let's do it this way, or whatever. Like, I'm sorry, I, I 100% agree with that. <laughs> the other night she was, like, talking to someone, and she was like, and then they said this, and then they said this. Look, they're rebuttaling me. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's just a conversation. Like, that's just how conversations I don't like when go. people rebuttal you or try to, like make an argument for everything you say when there doesn't have to be an argument. But so what? You can only just say shit and that's it? No, but like, you know I'm right. Why are you trying but to make it why is it right or wrong? Why can't you just have a conversation? That's a thing with you. Like, you can't have a conversation. I feel like people always just think that like they're trying to like make, prove me wrong. No, but, but that's like your own insecurity. I'm sorry, because not everyone's trying to prove you wrong. Yeah. This one's so true too. I feel like my weaknesses are, are more relevant than my strengths. Conflict avoiders. Entertainers sometimes ignore and avoid conflict. They tend to say and do what's needed to get out of a situation and then move on to something more fun. A thousand percent. And then finally, easily bored. Without constant excitement, entertainers find ways to create it themselves. Risky behavior, self-indulgence, and the pleasure of the moment over long-term plans. Oh my god, so true too. Like things that don't benefit me, but like I'm just like, fuck it, I'll do it anyways. Last thing. In academics, um, dense, unchanging subjects. (laughs) Oh, I thought... I thought it was saying you're dense. <laughs> in, acad- 
academics, dense, unchanging subjects like classic literature are much more difficult than more dynamic, relatable subjects like psychology. The trick for entertainers is to find day-to-day joy in broader goals and to tough it out with those tedious things that must be done. Okay, so mine... Okay, I'll read a couple of them. Uh, Strong sense of duty is a strength. People with the console personality type have a strong sense of responsibility and strive to meet their obligations, though this may sometimes be more of a sense of social expectations than intrinsic drive. You feel like you have to please other people. Str- no, that's not what it's saying. It's saying, it's saying social expectations. You, like you, you feel like you have to live up to other people's expectations, yeah. not your own. Yeah. Okay, strength. Very loyal. Valuing stability and security very highly. Consoles are eager to preserve the status quo, which makes them extremely loyal and trustworthy partners and employees. Consoles are true pillars of any groups they belong to, whether it's their family or community club. People with this personality type can always be relied upon. Yeah, I mean, like, I think I think so. Preserving the status quo. I don't know if I necessarily preserve the status quo. Like, what does that even Why mean? Why does, like, yours remind me of, like, a police officer? Huh? Yours remind, reminds me of, like, a statue. Yeah, like, these strengths are so, like, rigid. Like, you're so, like, mm, mm, mm. Dictator. Yeah, like, like what the fuck <laughs> is this shit? Like, but that's kind of you though. Like you I like guess. to follow rules and you like to be like you don't like to really okay stray from. I'm definitely relied. Okay, I'm definitely relied. Yeah, because I feel like I'm I can definitely be relied upon because like if someone wants me to get something done or if someone needs something from me like tangibly or emotionally like they know that I'll get it done because a I don't want to disappoint them. B, I don't want to, like, get in trouble. I, I don't want to, like, stray away from the rules. I'm very much like that, yeah. Okay, weaknesses. Too selfless. The other side of this is that consoles sometimes try to establish their value with a dotting attention, something that can quickly overwhelm those who don't need it, making it unwelcome. Because <laughs> you're clingy. You're clingy. No, it's basically saying that, like, no, like, I don't need attention. It's saying that, like, I, like, want to give all this attention and, like, help people all the time. Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're, like, over- they're like, hey, they don't want get, get away. <laughs> like, go away. I mean, I can't even answer that. I don't know if I do that. I hope I, I hope people don't fucking feel that way. Like, I'm sure to hell, damn. That's rude. It's not rude. It's your weakness. Inflexible. Consoles place a lot of importance on what is socially acceptable. Okay, I don't like this. This is all about me, like, following social norms and cues. Like, I feel like I'm not even like that. Don't take this personality test. It sucks. Mine was accurate. Like, this isn't even accurate. Mine was accurate. Only some of this shit's accurate. It's not gonna be spot on, but that's what you, that's what you mostly fit. And I feel like from this test, me and look, Sam are look, very different. reluctant to improvise on unusual behavior. Inflexible. Worried about what's socially acceptable. Worried about their social status. The point is, you're very, like, okay. I, I, I want to do this, I want to do that, and I want to do that, and you, you don't really like okay. to, like, for room for, which is kind of true, like, debate, like, straight up, like, that's okay, how it no. is. I feel like in my personal, like, life, like, me personally, like, I don't like to stray from what I think needs to be done, like, for my personal endeavors, but socially, no, like, I'm not, like, rigid on current laws or ideas, like, in the world at all. I think I'm very, like progressive in my ideas and what I think. yeah like you know what i mean i know but i think it's just talking about in general anyways though i think from taking this me and sam are very different realizing like after speaking to that spiritual lady and then like doing the personality test like i'm glad that i'm working towards being more carefree meaning that like i don't have to follow specific rules that i set out for myself and that people think that i'm gonna accomplish you know like i'm supposed to accomplish so much by a certain age like especially with this podcast i never thought that i would be doing a podcast talking about like random shit because I, I i didn't think it lined up with my like professional goals and i would be like oh my god what if someone finds me on this podcast or like sees what i'm talking about and like this and that but like 
we're like, fuck it, let's do it. And I feel like that's a step towards the right direction. So like, I don't think that my, what my personality test said about me was completely accurate. And I don't think it was bad. But like, I think like doing these tests can kind of see where like, I don't know, like where you can make an improvement. improvement within yourself. So I mean, like it wasn't totally accurate. If you want to do it, do it. If not, it was it was just like fun for us to do because we're on a we're on a journey of self enlightenment. Self enlightenment. All right, so that was that. If you guys don't like The Bachelor, goodbye. Thank, Thank you, you for, for watching. watching. And if you guys like The Bachelor, then <laughs> Bachelor time. Who went home? MJ. Bye bye. <laughs> bye MJ. Don't like her. Next, I want to talk about her. Um, yeah, like I can't even waste time on that fucking. Don't like her at all. She was like, let me fluff up my hair. I remember. And then I'm not a weak bitch. She was like, I'm done crying now. I'm done being a weak bitch. Like, okay, what? cool. She was saying, I'm not gonna be a weak bitch and cry. But then she's like, I want to preach peace and harmony. Yeah, like, which what is it? Like, okay. Preaching pre pre what? Crying Preaching. doesn't make you a weak bitch. Disney star Piper. Peter Say Piper. Peter Piper got the single. <laughs> Okay, I, I'm not trying to be a hater, but she just pisses me off. She's so pretty. Like, I can look at her face all day. It's so symmetrical. Symmetrical. Why can't I speak? Symmetrical. I like but her. She's not bad. I just feel like if I, like, encounter... Like, she just wouldn't be my type of vibe. She's the type of girl that MJ wanted to be. Like, that cool, chill girl that didn't give but a But naturally. Fuck. I don't know. She just, like... I don't think she's gonna win. win. No, I don't think she's I don't gonna think she's gonna be hometown either. Actually, mm, mm. I don't know. And then... Katie went home. That was fucking sad. That was dude. honestly that was. Like, first gonna... of all, I knew she was gonna go home. That, that date sucked. If someone took me to go prank their best friend as a date, as my one-on-one date that I've been waiting what like a month for, I'd be like goodbye. I'd leave. To be honest, if he took me on a date and Tyler Cameron was there, it'd be like peace out, Matt. I don't know what that is. I just started watching Bachelor, but if I, he took me on a date, a, a guy took me on a date, go like there's no there was no touching involved, like no like for those of you who didn't watch if you didn't watch yet he took her on a date to prank his best friend and they were like behind the scenes pranking him telling the masseuse what to say like that's if that's not friend zone like i don't know what the hell that is. is so friend zone i don't know i just feel like she's like she she needs somebody who's more okay i i like matt but he I, I, I don't know i just feel like she's too emotionally like secure if that makes sense not that he's not emotionally secure but i think he likes that little bit of like like immaturity does that make sense no maturity he likes a little bit of like that um like i need a man yeah 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 like where she said like i don't yeah i'm very secure with myself i'm confident i've learned to like which is fine like i think that's fine that he wants that like someone that like needs him a little bit i think it's fine but like she's not that she's like very secure with herself she's like i don't need anyone i just need this i also feel like though he wasn't attracted to her physically no but i think she's very cute she She looks like anna kendrick vibes yeah but i don't think he was what pissed me the hell off is when he picked up the rose yeah i told Fran, i was like he picked up the rose and i was like Blah, 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 but I can't give this rose to you. Then puts it down. Like, just don't pick up the rose. Yeah, but that's how Bachelor works. This is Fran's first season, so she didn't understand that, like, he's probably still going to send her home. She was like, oh my god, he's not going to do that. He picked up the rose and, like, watch. It's I just, would It's never giving me the vibes, because she kept talking, and he wasn't saying anything to her. She was, like, talking yeah, about, he didn't like... didn't kiss her either once. No. And, oh my god, I feel bad for her, dude. I hope she's Bachelorette. Everyone's I, saying that she's Bachelorette. I don't think she will. You don't? You don't? Yeah, she will. I think she will, too. That will People attract saying, a lot of viewers. I think so too, but I think people are saying that she's going to be boring, but I don't think that she will be. I think that she would, she'd be the type of you know what? that she, set people She straight. might be boring because she's very like this, that, that, that. Like rigid? It. Like you. <laughs> I guess, but, but, but that's not no, boring. I no, think it, I'm saying like she might be so like, you did this wrong, buy her out. You did that wrong, buy her out. That, I definitely would not do that. If I was there, there, there's there's, there's bullying going on, buy her out, you're out, you're out. You know what I mean? Like she wouldn't, I feel like there's no like, I don't know. 
I feel like when, like, you're The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, you have to put up with, like, some degree of the producer shit. Like, you have to put up with them to some extent. Like, Matt didn't want to keep Victoria there for that long. There's no way. But he put up with it, even though he definitely like, got vibes like she from wouldn't. her that were bad. I feel, like I feel like Katie wouldn't. If they told her to do something, she would be like, no. And I think they keep that in mind when they pick The Bachelorette. It needs to be someone who can be swayed a little bit. Or, I don't know. I mean, that's just what I think. Wait, so how do we... When do we know when's next Bachelor? Oh, yeah. Friends asking because we... Because um, I'm trying to audition. Sent in a submission for her. But, okay, so basically, it would, it, Matt sees it's on gonna, ta- ta- season right it could be but now there has to be a bachelorette after matt so matt matt's a bachelor then there will then there will be a bachelorette oh so it could be from tisha or this bachelorette season yeah so it could be from like tisha season if like people like are liking people from there aka i feel like brendan's bachelor vibes maybe no actually, no know. he wasn't ready for it yeah maybe, maybe ivan maybe would you go if it was no ivan? why no i'll tell you but why though just know my type but like in what way he's just like too like softy kind of like pushover vibes i don't think he is i feel like that's how he made him seem but i feel like he has like swag mm-hmm. no i tell you how is his brother oh my god the, the prison mate yeah no the prison mate <laughs> no i take either um who else would i let's see who else brendan thousand percent but he's kind of old so friend if you're going on this guy's like ready for fucking marriage i'm not going on to be married i'm going on just to like to promote our podcast <laughs> No, just to, like, get a feel for the waters. Maybe, like, I'll, like, pr- cry and be like, I'm so sorry, I just can't do this right now. I'm going to go home. Then they'll bring me back another season and be like, she's ready now. And I'll be, like, 28 and, like, ready to go. You know? What? That's not how it works. Oh, my gosh. She's so new to the Bachelorette and Bachelor world. Like, she thinks that they just, like, bring contestants back to be the Bachelorette. You know what? I wouldn't go on Bachelor or Bachelorette. I would go on Bachelor in Paradise. Ba- you can't go... See, do you see what I mean? You can't go on Bachelor in Paradise if you haven't been on the Okay, bachelor. so then I would... Okay, then I would... If they pick me for the Bachelor at or bachelor you can't be a bachelorette if you haven't been on the season well, okay the if they pick me but... for bachelor okay if i audition and they pick me for bachelor yeah. and i would go home on purpose but make people like me so that i can go on bachelor in paradise okay and then they're gonna find receipts of this podcast How? and pull oh. it up <laughs> shit come here come come say hi you you have to talk inside here yeah, just come say hi. I can. I know you want to. Um, so we have our our no no as a a late entrance to the podcast. So I feel, I feel like we always have like little guests in the background because like we're always like visiting family yeah, with family and stuff. So how are you? How are you? I'm good. What do you want to say to the people? The people. Our which, listeners. We have which, listeners. Oh, you have a listener. Oh. Uh, hi. My name is Teodoro. Victor, uh, I'm proud to have two granddaughters like Samantha and Francesca. Uh, my English is very poor, but it's pretty good. I like, you know, uh, sometimes say something, right? Uh, we live in Toronto, it's a beautiful city, and Canada is a beautiful country. I'm so proud. To have a, to live in Toronto and to have my family here, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we do all right. Mm-hmm. What do you and like to uh, What do you like to do for fun? Fun? Well, when I'm okay, uh, I like to go around. You know, <laughs> I like to go around visit Canada. Okay, thank you very thanks. much. Thanks, thanks and, for uh, coming on. Beautiful day. Anyways, guys, that was a little bit of a long one today, but. Yeah, we're going to cut it off here. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our little vloggy vlog that we're going to post 
about our like um, behind the scenes of a podcast day, make sure you go to YouTube and subscribe so that you get a notification when um, we do upload the video. All right, see you next week. Thank you.